0: you're listening to Work It Mommy where the goal is for all women to be the best versions of themselves no matter if you are a single mom, if you are a young teenager or if you're a mom of an adult. The goal is for all of us to be the best versions of ourselves and of course if you happen to be a mom, be the best mom ever and maintain your sanity while we do it. So today we are going to be talking about something interesting today that is going to be helpful for all women even though you may not at first glance think so. We are going to be talking about the fourth trimester. You may be wondering, like, what is the fourth trimester, okay? In a nutshell, I'm just going to give you kind of a glimpse of the fourth trimester. That is when you take the baby home. And a lot of the times, this is the stage that gets a little tricky. It gets confusing. It's a little overwhelming because you've got this brand new life. And so that's what the mother feels. Now, here's where the other people come in. The other people come in because they need to kind of be that support system for that new mom. So you need to know what the fourth trimester is so that you are prepared to help that new mom when she is in that fourth trimester. And so today we're going to be talking with Nurse Koweda and she has some really good information on the fourth trimester. Her whole business is about the fourth trimester and helping women during this critical time. So thank you so much for being here, Nurse Nurse Coeta.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to talk with you tonight.
0: Yes, thank you so much for being here. So um, just kind of to recap, I just gave kind of like a nutshell explanation of the fourth trimester, but I would love your professional, you know, expertise in educating us on what is the fourth trimester.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, you did such a great job. But yeah, the fourth trimester is just that, you know, immediate time period, that 12 week period right after you have your baby. And it's just that time of great physical and emotional changes going on Mm -hmm. with, you know, the mom and baby, right? The baby is adjusting to this whole new world outside of the womb. And the mother is adjusting to so much as well, right? Of this new identity of taking care of the sweet little baby and all of the physical and emotional changes that are happening. Right. And they're both adjusting and it's going to take some time. And, um, you know, she, the mom, she needs so much support and it's just such a learning, um, time as well. So that's basically what the fourth trimester is.
0: You know what? And I'm so glad that we're talking about this today because I feel like the fourth trimester is just as hard if not harder than being pregnant itself. And you're a mom too. You have a little one. So I know you get this. And it's cool that you're a nurse. So you can give us the real deal perspective on all this. And I remember with my first, it was so incredibly overwhelming like I remember and I shared this in another podcast episode I remember having the baby and bringing her home it's like I didn't get that emotional connection until I literally brought her home there's a little carrier I was looking forward to setting her in once she came and I sat her in there and I just immediately busted out crying I was like oh my goodness, this is my child. Like there is a baby in my house, you know, and it was so <laughs> yeah. overwhelming. And I will never forget that moment as long as I live, because it was just so like crazy. And I remember my husband just being like, "Whoa, well, are you okay? Like you, you had to know a baby was coming home. Like you're pregnant, right? <laughs> like like but it's here now? Oh, you know? So, um, and and a lot of women experience that and it falls in with, you know, postpartum depression, as I'm sure you're probably gonna talk about a little bit too. But I just kinda wanted to ask you as a nurse, you know, what have you seen and and what would you say that's important for moms to understand when they take the baby home from the hospital?
1: Yeah. And, you know, what you experience is so common and I and I just hope that you had a lot of support too. Um, and that's my hope for all women is that when they have their babies, that they have that support because
0: yeah.
1: it can often feel like a high five drive home safely. Call the and that's <laughs> why I started my business because I was like, what being on the other end of the stethoscope when I had my daughter, I'm just like, Whoa, you know? And yeah yeah, you know, those emotions, 70 to 80% of women have baby blues, which, you know, um, is that like just crying and all these emotional hormonal shifts, right. And it gets mm-hmm. better, but yeah, it's a very big shock and you're sleep deprived. So, you know, main thing that I like to tell uh, moms when they first have their baby and they're going home is, yeah, it's going to be this shock, but like, and you're going to be worried and you're going to like, be looking at them if they're breathing and doing well but try to like just um get rest with them right i tell women that they should definitely room in with their baby um studies mm-hmm. show that it's really beneficial for their for baby and and mom um to room in together and studies have shown that that just is so beneficial and actually decreases the risk of SIDS as well which is that sudden infant death syndrome um and so I just tell moms like room in, to, room in. Don't share the same bed, but room in. Have a bassinet in the room with you. And just mm-hmm. get rest and communicate. Be flexible because you might have had like I'm very type A and I had like this game plan, right? Yes, and you have to like be okay with the fact that sometimes things don't always go according to plan and that right. you might have wanted everyone to come to your house right and you're like no like I we're not ready like let's do a little bit here and there right and right. know that you're not alone and to call for support and help and that it you know those baby blues get better. Right. Right. Um, and then obviously as we can talk more too about the fact with like postpartum depression, that, that doesn't get better, right. That's not baby blues and that we need to then call, you know, call your provider and get that extra support and help.
0: Right. Yeah, I I definitely, wow. Thank you so much for sharing that. I think you I really like that term that you used, um, sleep in, you know, together, because that is really important. I definitely feel like that did help me bond with my little ones, you know, having like the little bassinet right there in the room. And, you know, just being able to look at them when they were sleeping and letting it slowly sink in like this is my child. And I had always been around kids and babies and everything, but it's just totally different. Just like you, you know, you're a nurse, you, you work with kids, you know, so you, but still the emotion is so different when you bring that baby home for the first time. So thank you for the work that you're doing and, you know, helping women during this critical time, because some of us don't have the support we need. I had some support, but I needed more. And mine really did go into a very um, deep, uh, postpartum depression. So it was pretty tricky to get out of that, but I, Hey, I did. And, you know, um, everybody out there listening can too. And, um, you know, it's just about connecting with the right people like businesses like yours, and everything um, is so helpful. But um, so now since you're a nurse, and you have this amazing business, I really would love for you to share what are your top three tips to share with someone who has just had a baby?
1: Okay. So again, sleep, right? Everyone's like, okay, but how do I get sleep? And I think <laughs> scheduling saying, okay, I'm going to know for real, like, I'm not going to do the laundry right now and do dishes. Like my support person, my partner or support person can help do that. Or I'm good. Cause I'm going to take a nap because that ha- being sleep deprived really does such a toll on us, right? Like it really messes also with our emotions and our hormone balance as well. So if you can get sleep, that's so crucial. So I tell people at least to try to like take at least one nap a day with their baby, even Mm -hmm. if it's just like a short nap and to just have their dream team. I say like, have your dream team, you know, make Mm. a list of the people that you can call and that can support you. Um, and then like, don't deny help you all want to be like, no, we got it. We're fine. But like really embrace the fact of someone's like, Hey, like, how can I, you know, can I come over and help you? And if you feel comfortable, right. Obviously with COVID, it's kind of challenging for, for a lot of, um, a lot of families, but you could say, yeah, like. Yes, please help me. Um, so don't don't deny someone's help, right? And have and have them bring like a meal or ask them to do a chore before they leave. Like they yep. don't need to just hold the baby. And that's something also having boundaries with people. So sleep, accepting or asking for help, and then boundaries would be like my top three things I would say as a brand
0: new mom. I love that because you know. During that time, when you first bring the baby home, like you said, you've been up in the hospital, number one, you've done this huge physical thing, you know, of giving birth or having a and either one, you're there's a healing involved. So your body's kind of low, you know, because of that. You know, if you're fighting like engorgement from your milk coming in, all those things, you really feel awful. And so then when people are just like, oh, I just want to come hold the baby and bring a ton of people over and you're like, look, people like my bottom parts are still on fire here. Okay. Like I just gave birth and I just want some time to chill. And if you're going to come be clean and like, do something like, don't just come over and like, bring a, a bunch of mess and hang out all day and not respect boundaries. And then she has to
1: clean up more. Right.
0: Right. <laughs> no. um, be helpful yeah I remember and now my my also my um my my morning sickness lingered after I was pregnant and I I recall having some family come into town and I was so sick and they just wanted to go out and I was like I really don't feel like I ended up getting sick outside the restaurant having to throw up outside the restaurant. you know mothers are just they need that time so you're better off in a time like that just asking them you know how can I help and they may say come over you know and there was a couple of my friends that they would come over and just hold the baby for a little bit you know while I could just do some things around the house or whatever and that it it can be helpful just being there to support in that way but most of the time mom needs you to either like bring food or (laughs) clean something do something you know yeah
1: and also like offering right like not just assuming like for the support people not just assuming like oh she's gonna ask like be like hey on are you available you know, in two days for me just to come over, I'll just come over for an hour. I would love to see you and the baby, see how you're doing. Um, I know that you're not going to want me to do dishes, but I want to do the dishes. I want to bring you lunch. Is there a special something you want me to bring you? Like being very, um, forthcoming and open about that from poor people and friends and family, not just being like, Hey, do you need anything? Like be like, Hey, I would like to bring you lunch. What do you want for lunch?
0: I love that. Being more of an active, you know, taking more of an active role because, of course, most moms don't want to ask. You don't want to put people out. But at the same time, you're like, please, somebody help, you know. So, yeah, that's a very good point that you made. So then I guess the next thing I want to ask you is what made you start your business and why?
1: So, you know, definitely like, you know, I'm a nurse and I have my own daughter. She's five now. And I've always just truly loved helping people. And that's why mm-hmm. I became a nurse. I'm so passionate about that. I'm, I'm a very extreme, like nurturer and like mama bear, even before I had children. Mm-hmm. And my daughter just like really inspired me to start my business because I just, I didn't have any family close by when I had my daughter and I did have post postpartum blues myself and luckily mm-hmm. got better and not worse. It didn't go into postpartum depression, but I had her in winter. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a high level of support. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it was a new chapter of life. I had work friends, right. And I right. had some friends, but not that high, high level of like friends of, um, a lot of friends, cause I was n- newer to the area and I didn't have any of my family close by. Mm. So I just remember being like, wow, like this really does again, like I said, feel like a high five drive home safely.
0: Right. And
1: I just was like, <laughs> there needs to be more like, there, right. this is, I, I want to be the change and help be something more for someone than what I even had. Mm. And I knew I could like call and ask questions, obviously from, from the nurses or my doctor or things like that. But I just on a higher level knew that I could develop something like what I do now, right? With teaching classes from pregnancy, all the way to this high level of like postpartum support of coaching and beyond, because we need to continue to learn and grow as parents and have the support. Like there's no manual
0: Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. just
1: need like these things. And I just didn't feel like it was there on a high level. And I was like, I, I'm going to change that. And so my daughter was my inspiration. Like I was baby wearing her and I was like, I got to do like, I have to do something different so that women don't have to feel this way.
0: Right. Wow incredible well again thank you so much for what you do I first of all I feel like nurses you guys just deserve the world I mean the stuff that you guys do the way that you care for people I think that in society we just need to recognize you guys more because you're there for people in a very hands-on um it gets emotional it's it's physical, it's, it's incredible, you know, Um, I really, really do. So the fact that you're number one, a nurse, thank you for being a nurse and serving the community in that way. And then two, thank you for then taking it a step further and seeing a need that women have, and helping fill that gap. Because for me here on the podcast, that's what I really want to help do is connect women with other women who are doing good things and have these amazing businesses that can help us thrive because you know not everybody does you know have that support system that they need and have all this information so and again just like I mentioned at the outset this is information I want all women to have regardless if you have children or not because you might be that supportive friend you know that just needs to know how and if you've never had a child you don't know what the mom is going through but just engaging you know with us here on the podcast will give you a, a good glimpse of everything um but now what I want to do ladies is I want to just go ahead and introduce you to Nurse Q's website okay so right now ladies we are on nurseq.com and I love your website so you are a registered nurse what does the PLLC stand for
1: um it's just provider as an LLC
0: Oh, okay, got it. And um, then I just love number one, your welcome page, everything is so welcoming. And you say here, motherhood is a beautiful and amazing, but it can also be overwhelming. With all the information out there on the internet, it can be a lot. Now I'm going to pause right there. Because when I was reading through your website, before this, this is something that really resonated with me because I didn't have that support system. Um, When I was having my little ones, I did turn to the Google, (laughs) the Google console. And, you know, I became a victim of the algorithm, just like fell down a black hole of like bad information after bad information to where I was just afraid of my own shadow by the time I was done with it. So it it
1: gets to be so overwhelming. Right. And people just are like, oh, my gosh. Like I have diabetes, we all have diabetes. It's this. Like you just start self-diagnosing yourself and your baby at like 2 a.m. when you're breastfeeding and exhausted. Like it's just not a good combo to do.
0: <laughs> it so is not. It's just like information overload, you know. So thank you for saying that. It's that's like, yeah, talk to people in addition to that. So um I really like everything, you know, about what you're doing. And I like, you know, the whole fourth trimester thing because that first year with your child is is just so important, you know, and it's really easy to kind of get caught up in just being a new mom, you know, and, and you just kind of fall again into this rabbit hole. So I just really love that. Now let's talk about some of the services that you offer. So you offer like three main services here that are on your homepage. So family support after birth. Tell me a little bit about what that's about for the listeners.
1: So I have some like updates, um, some new things that are coming out mm-hmm. too of being updated. But yeah, like the fan for coaching too. But the family support after birth is kind of that coaching, right? So okay. you just basically I I really tailored to what um that mom needs and, and her family needs. Mm-hmm. Um, because she might be like, Okay, I, I really want breastfeeding help or I want even higher level help with this family support after birth, right, where we're going over coaching um, and just the rundown of baby basics and Mm -hmm. gaining confidence in your parenting. And it's just really a lot of high level coaching on your baby needs and like daily routines and what like even the little things of like how far a baby can see and how they love black and white. And you know, the different ways to sue the newborn and um, baby wearing, and just different resources in your community that I, I'll find for you, and just whatever you need. And we kind of assess that. Like, I just tailor it to your family.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, that's good that you have that support built in right there because sometimes that's what you need. Because a lot of people, you know, I know plenty of people who've had babies and they never changed a diaper before they had their own baby, you know, and so that hands on like for things like that is just so good. Okay, so the next service is building breastfeeding confidence. Yes, 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 yes. (laughs) So what's that one all about?
1: So again, like again, tailored to what that mom needs, but often sometimes it's really just coaching. And then I'm not an IBCLC, but I am a breastfeeding specialist. So it's kind of a level down from an IBCLC, IBCLC is our international breastfeeding lactation consultants, but I have worked with lots of moms who breastfeed. So I'm able to, you know, help them and guide them and make sure they have like a good latch and, you know, answer Q and A's with them, but also- I think a lot of women, you know, need that confidence. That's why I said building breastfeeding confidence, right? Helping with that proper latch and and the basics of breastfeeding, but also this confidence of saying, yes, like if your baby's having this amount of wet diapers a day, they're good. If they are going to the pediatrician, right. And getting weighed like in gaining good weight and they're saying great job, like great. That's another sign. But then another sign too, is when you're nursing your baby And they're relaxed and like falling asleep. Like those are all natural, great signs that you are feeding your baby and that they're getting enough.
0: Those are all great reassurances for new um, moms, because I know that first month, you know, if breastfeeding is the most challenging, like, I feel like there's almost like that window. You know what I mean? That I call it like the make or break window, that's like right when the baby comes out to like two and a half weeks where it's like, this is going to be great or I'm going to need a ton of help, you know? And sometimes it's just really, really hard from getting engorged to not having a good latch um, to, you know, all sorts of things. Some babies have like confusion and all sorts of things. So fortunately I was in my area. I did have some good lactation consultants that I was able to see, but it was to have someone to do more of like a hands-on, you know, would have been even better. So it's really nice to see you offer that because it is not easy. And I think that's something that a lot of um, people who are pregnant or, you know, considering having a baby breastfeeding is like, for most women, it's challenging, you know, yeah, it's
1: it's natural, but it doesn't mean it's like always easy. And sometimes women will be like, okay, I got like, I got it. I'm good to go like in the hospital. And then like, I just tell women, like, if you, have any sort of like problems or concerns or questions? Like, call an IBCLC right away. Like, yeah. call the hospital, find or find someone who can like help you. Someone even like myself with making sure your your latch is good. Um, but you know, just not waiting. Like, don't wait. And that's just the crucial part for helping you like be successful in your breastfeeding journey. Is like knowing being kind to yourself and saying hey like this is natural Mm -hmm. but it's not always easy
0: like it's a natural
1: thing but not always easy it's that like you're baby and you are both learning like you neither of you've done this before
0: right that's so true that's so true yeah i feel like you just sparked something in my mind there I feel like when you're in the hospital, the breastfeeding is maybe just a tad bit easier because you're well hydrated, you know, then you go home, you start stressing out, you stop drinking water, you get dehydrated, and then you get engorged and you're like, oh God help, you know, like, that's just one of the things I feel like happens to a lot of women. But um, yeah, definitely seeing a a lactation consultant like yourself is definitely going to be helpful. Um, And then the third thing that you have is classes. So what are the different types of classes that you offer?
1: So the classes I have, um, I have to, I'm again, going to be adding even more that people can just buy, have a, a couple on there. You can just go ahead and purchase and mm-hmm. just, it's automatic download, or there's classes that you can, that I have scheduled that you can jump on a zoom call okay. um, with other, other people who want to do classes like baby basics, right? Cause like mm-hmm. you said, not everyone's changed a diaper or just wants I feel like when you take certain classes, it's like studying the test before Mm -hmm. you take the test. Right. Mm. So, you know, um, baby basics, I have, um, breastfeeding, like breastfeeding basics and like that fourth trimester, right. Like prep for the fourth trimester, because that's what I'm like, really wanting to help people, women, not only in that beginning, but really like setting them up for success when they have their baby in their home with their baby.
0: Right, right. Yeah, I love that prepping word that you use, because prepping for that, especially like that first month, when you get home, you can have some meals in the freezer, man, and stuff that (laughs) helps you out tremendously, you know, and you're
1: eating healthy. And like, you know, you have other people having a meal train for you, like whatever, you you know, a lot of different things and just things that you don't always why would you even think of that at a high level, because it's you haven't had a baby.
0: Right, right, exactly, exactly. Yes, thank you so much for that. Okay, guys, now we are going to go over to Nurse Q's Instagram, which I love your Instagram, by the way. You share some great tips on your Instagram. So please, guys, definitely give her a follow. It's nurse.q.lawson, okay? And that's on Instagram, all right? And you had a post here that I really uh, connected with. Okay, and let me see if I can find it right here. Beautiful mama, you are enough. Ah, okay. This is the quote that I love right here that I'm gonna share with you guys. It's right here in the middle of your page. It says, successful mothers are not the ones that never struggled. They are the ones that never give up despite the struggles. Mm -hmm. And that really resonated with me because I think all of us have to understand that motherhood is hard. In the early days, it's hard and it just there are going to be challenges along the way, even through adulthood with that baby, (laughs) even when that's your adult baby. Okay, but you just don't ever give up. You just keep trying. You just keep going. And I think that is really what makes a good mom, you know, just not giving up. So, you know, of course, right now we're talking about in the early days. So, you know, just trying to push through and do the best job that you can is really easy to say, Oh, this is horrible. You know, I'm having a horrible day, I, I just give up in certain days, you're you're going to have to just give up and just get up and try again the next day. But what we don't want to do and what you're encouraging women to do and what I'm encouraging women to do is to just keep getting up and going just don't completely stop trying to do your best job for your child for your baby so thank you so much for that quote
1: yeah (laughs) i'm glad that resonated with you i always i feel like my instagram is very based on just trying to inspire and uplift and build confidence in women like Mm -hmm. i just want moms to feel confident in. um and just like be kind to themselves.
0: Right, I, yeah, because it's so easy to get like stuck into not being kind to yourself, you know? And I even like this one right here that you have, you have like this um, body image chart. It says how your body image becomes your child's body image. That was another powerful post that you had. And, you know, you, there's some things you list, like, you know, what you would say is, I need to lose 10 pounds. And then what your child learns is I should be, Cautious about my weight, you know, like so. Yeah. The little things that we're saying translate into learned behaviors, you know, for our kids. So we have to be kind of careful about the things that we say. But I also something else I like about your page is that you have some like fun mom reels on here too. You know, are you on tick Are these, some of these are TikTok reels? Is that what that? Some is? of them are on
1: TikTok. Yeah, <laughs> I have done like a few on there. It's it's the same handle as nur, you know, Nurse Q dot Lowe's on, but. Yeah, I am. I'm super passionate about what I do. And I try to have like good messages that um, I think will inspire and connect and resonate with other women and other moms. Um, And the post that you had went down and saw about just the body image one, Mm -hmm. I am like, I never really at a high level, you know, practice this like self. Um, positive affirmations, mm-hmm. but I never out loud said anything bad about myself, um, especially never in front of my child. It, but since having her, I would I've been so cognitive of and conscious of making sure that I say these like positive affirmations out loud and and I teach her them you know like she's like I. she says them by heart I'm like what are you and she's like I am kind I am loved I'm kind to myself and to others I um I can do anything I put my mind to I am brave I am strong I feel strong like I walk our generation of children, this next generation to have this confidence and self-love at such a high level. And that starts with us as moms. Yes. First. Right. Right. And it's so important. And obviously sometimes we don't feel good about ourselves. Right. But we can remind ourselves like, no, my body, I grew a human. (laughs) I grew that beautiful little baby and I'm going to do, I'm going to be kind to myself. And these are things I can do. I can work on, but I'm going to be kind to this body while I'm reaching these other goals I have.
0: Right, right. I love that. That's such a good point that you make about positive affirmations with, with our little ones. And that's something that I want to, I think we are always doing positive activities like, okay, let's have some playtime. Let's do this little activity. Let's bake cookies together. But I think you make a very good point. Sometimes just saying the actual words, I am a kind person. I am going to be kind to other people. That's really powerful. Thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's important for us to do as moms because sometimes you just especially as for little kids they just need to hear the words especially once they get to like five they can understand those words you know so yeah that's that's very encouraging yeah okay. i'm
1: a firm believer too the more we really get our our children at this high level, right? Of building them. People are like, oh, well, we need to, we need to get them ready for the world. No, like we need to love them at such a high level that if someone tries to knock them down, they have enough self-love to be kind to themselves and to that person who is hurting and who who isn't giving themselves enough self-love, you know?
0: Right. You make a very good point there because right now I feel like society is just very volatile. Like you're mean to me, I'm going to be mean to you. And I'm like, yeah, well, that doesn't actually get us anywhere. You know, like we just need to all exercise exactly what you said, more kindness. And even if someone isn't being kind to you, not letting it bother you and not, you don't have to retaliate that, you know? So I really, I really appreciate that point.
1: No, I I think that was good. I'm very excited to share that with, um, you know, your listeners and it's going to be such an amazing um, journey to share that with more, more families and more people who are those support people and um, I'm really excited about that.
0: Okay, perfect. All right, ladies. So, this has been such an encouraging and upbuilding episode. I have really enjoyed talking with Nurse Q. Thank you so much for being in. And um, just a couple things, just to kind of recap. So today we talked about the fourth trimester. We talked about ways that we can support ourselves. And if, you know, we know someone, maybe a friend or family member that has just had a baby, we um, got some tips on Nurse Q's business, things that she offers. She offers um, fourth trimester coaching. She offers classes, things to help women navigate that critical fourth trimester and ways to be set up for success. So again, I just want to thank you so much, Nurse Q, for being in today.
1: Thank you. I appreciate you having me.
0: Awesome. Awesome. All right, ladies, thank you so much for listening to Work It, Mommy. Have a great day and we'll see you in the next episode.